And here we are back with another episode, I think a very cool and exciting episode of the Corporate Happiness Show. I'm your host, Jacqueline Pertle, and you can find me at freakyhealer.com. So my guest today, oh my, where do I start, right? <laughs> it's like um, a really power, power woman, a really power woman with a huge, huge open heart excellent in leadership and so many experiences and that's why I'm so happy and you know honored and humble that she actually said yes to being on my show so welcome Janelle Cardi hi thank you for having me I'm I'm flattered with the introduction <laughs> well it's absolutely true so for a little bit of a background it's like we met over LinkedIn we both live in Tampa paradise <laughs> and yes. we met over LinkedIn and we realized that we actually were on similar events or the same events and we're like oh you were there oh why didn't yeah. i you know bump into you and then we actually said that's it we're gonna have coffee together and i was just so excited to actually meet you because i sensed and i knew that you are just a magic maker you are a magic maker to me because here it is you are a entrepreneur you're a businesswoman you're a yes. mom wonderful wonderful mom and you have experience in politics you have experience in the government and you support businesses yes. you are a people person <laughs> you you know you shout out for diversity and you highlight everything that's really important so yes so what do you say about all of that this is incredible oh i'm tired <laughs> well as far i mean again i didn't put it in a in such a long list the way you did but yes it is a lot that i do do um i don't do it all at once i do feel like it's in baby steps or different times of the day <laughs> but in reality I, I, as far as the entrepreneurship i'm it started with me just wanting to help 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 and me wanting to help because i needed a lot of help as a young person growing up um, i am of indian descent south asian indian descent and i am first generation in this country and it, i need a lot of help when i first you know started going to school um having uh, relationships with uh, people who are not from my family and my culture just like any young child when you're leaving so even from a young girl i've always tried to Again, I needed help, and then when I found out I knew to knew how to do something, you know, I just wanted to share this information with my friends, my family, and it just blossomed as I became more and more of an, a, a mature young lady, and then a, an adult and a mom, you know, spreading this type of information all across the board to my children, my friends, and then again now my business colleagues and other women in business, other men in business, other young people in business who want to know how to do certain things that unfortunately no one was there to help them along the way. So now I've just become that person that it all resonates with, again, helping because at one time in my life, I needed some help. And hey, if I can go back and give it, like, you know, pay it forward, that's where it's at. <laughs> I love that. I love, you know, that you use that as a foundation it's like your fuel and mm -hmm. it's your why and you know what when you have a why like that you're never going to run out of energy because that why comes from your heart you know yes. it's in your heart to pay 
forward to help people it's in your heart and when you do something from the base of your heart you will never run out of energy correct correct you, it's I... always fueling because when you help somebody it fuels your heart again and there you are again so hey this is a show about happiness in yeah. business you know corporate happiness and it's really dear to me as a mindful happiness expert and thought leader to kind of present people with different viewpoints in what you think like what people think that actually means and where it's lacking and what we could do so what when i say happiness at mm -hmm. work in business corporate what comes to your mind first wow well for me in <clears throat> when it comes to work and business happiness has always been just being able to want to go to work and like excited to go to work. And it wasn't necessarily for to do physical work, but for the individuals that I was working with, for the relationships that I had already created at the <clears throat> created at the workplace. So for me, happiness is again when, when it's when it's dealing with work, like corporate work, it's an environment. It's actually, um, again, wanting the mental wanting to actually go to work and be around individuals who are doing the same thing <laughs> that I'm doing. And we can share stories with each other. We can laugh with each other because we're all on the same team. I mean, we may be in different departments, but we're all on the same team. We're all working for a CEO, a CIO, CFO, someone in charge, and we all have, you know, rules and different metrics that we have to abide by so we can go to the next promotion at our job or get the next um, raise. But at, you know, at the end of the day, we all have a, our little um, stresses, our little complaints. And this is where, and in the workplace, my little happiness, my little moments of peace is being able to, again, maybe go to the coffee room and getting an amazing cup of coffee and then meeting a good friend from another department and talking about the weekend. Um, maybe seeing a funny dad joke and sharing it with one of my colleagues again and seeing them just chuckle from the, the from the in email and so forth. So again, happiness is not necessarily for me um, in the workplace is not necessarily again, um, like a metrics or promotions or those finite qualitative things. It's more again, a feeling more quantitative, how we feel around each other. So if I find a place of work that I am smiling to go to in the morning, I am entertaining my colleagues even after work, maybe before work, you know, sending little jokes during the day. I saw funny, you know, Instagram is great at creating these funny memes and funny pictures. So I like to send them. So that's happiness for me. And I do feel like that's a, a really good way to look at happiness in the workplace. I like it because it kind of highlights the basic nature of it. First of all, it's a feeling. It's something, it's an experience. It's, yes. And you can create it. You know, if you're unhappy, you can actually stop right there in your tracks and say, okay, I'm not feeling so well, but I can shift this all around. And then it's not this big, huge mountain, really. It's really these little things, back to basics, right? to Correct. create that and be i think what i what what i really what strikes me what you're saying is be active be involved 
Correct. right? Because it's like, if you just go to work and like, well, where's my happiness? You know, that may not always work, especially if you're in a place or in a company that you may not are happy right now and you kind of are looking for a change, which is cool and it's great. But to be active and saying, you know what? I want happiness. So I'm actively creating and participating in making happiness happen. Correct. And that's something that I had to, I did have to discover that we are in total control of our own happiness. We actually, um, when I discovered that, it was amazing. I did feel magical. I did feel like once I, again, discovered the control, and because I am a control freak as well, I'm a mom. So (laughs) when I discovered I had this kind of control, it was uh, like a superpower. And um, I will tell you, you know, we, we all have to go to work. Not everyone, unfortunately, we're not all, you know, royalty and we not all have just like you know, the ability to just sit and on a beach. I would love to do that and drink, <laughs> you know, coconut water out of a live coconut on my hammock all day. You know, I, and I'm sure we all have our different fantasies of things that we want to do, but we do have to live in the real world and we do have to pay bills and we do have to put gas in our car. So this is where, again, we have to go to work and it's, that's not a bad thing to have to go to work. It's, it's, it's okay. But this is where, again, we have to take control of our happiness. So I actually did that. I was working somewhere that um, I really wasn't the happiest and we created a community outreach or a corporate employee outreach, a very first ever within our company. And we actually, it it made the tenure at this particular company so much more easier. And many of us created um, relationships that stemmed beyond our role. So when we left those particular um, job descriptions with this corporate company that many of us were not too happy to be working (laughs) for them, but we were very happy to be working with each other. We, again, from a from a, a corporate perspective, we were able to be each other's support system and referral system. And again, grow from a corporate level because we all were able to, again, we, we have a level of trust. We had a, a level of loyalty with each other. And this is, again, we knew that how we can take control, each one of us, which are leadership qualities, we were able to take control of our happiness. So this is, again, something that we all did. And this is working together in that one corporate environment. And I did create several different employee appreciation groups at several different corporations that I did go to work at. So this is also where I recognized like my gift of working with all of us as we all have different backgrounds, we all are coming from different places, but we have a common issue or a common uh, grievance. And so this is where we come together and we laugh and we joke. And again, we find a way to get happy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it really boils down to A, being active, making a commitment, making a change instead of just waiting and also relationships, you know? So. I would think that it will be really interesting for our listeners that um, maybe are in that position or are halfway a little bit better or whatnot, but want to get better at it. So what do you think the steps are? So you say, you know, you've been there, done that before, and you yeah. shifted everything around it. You mm-hmm. took this boat and turned it around into a happy, you know, sunrise, sunset <laughs> location, direction. So what do you think? 
is really important, like a few steps or whatnot, a few hints or tips for the listeners that they can say, you know what, that's actually doable. I'm going to do this. Well, yeah, it's first I'm going to let everyone who's listening know you do need to take control. Like you have to take a step back and kind of be honest with yourself and kind of tell yourself, I want to get happy or I want to be happy or I want to be in a different place than where I'm at right now. And then once you kind of, again, just be honest with yourself, also kind of forgive yourself, forgive yourself for whatever it is that you feel has been preventing you from being happy and let it go. Just let it go. Like I mean, it. exhale, like, whew. <laughs> Yeah, and, why hold on, right? Yeah, yeah. just yeah. just breathe. It, and again, a lot of time, and I'm going to speak from the corporate sense. Like I speak to a lot of C-suite, a lot of like chief, chief, chief operating, chief something. And there's so many things that are holding on to them that have so much control on to them. Once they realize that you're, again, you're in total control, let it go, just breathe. That's the first like step that you need to take and then everything else it does kind of fall into place and yeah. you this is where you take a step back and you find out what is it that you want to do to make yourself happy not what makes you happy what do you want to do to make yourself happy and in my scenario like i said i found that i i had a very big joy when i helped someone else when i shared information with someone else and i saw them smile or I saw them able to do something that they thought they never were able to do or they got out of a certain situation. So I use that as, okay, that's that's what makes me happy. That's what I like to do. Um, that's something that I can do and it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't really um, take away from my time. These were all like very little minute things that, wow, I can I can do something that makes me happy. And again, I was taking the step back, that's from a business perspective, that's always the first step, a plan of action. So anyone, again, who's in a place where, and especially in the corporate world, if they're struggling with, uh, again, um, maybe stress, anxiety, sadness, just take a step back. And then my second advice is just to be okay with being alone for a second while you're taking that step back. It's, it's okay to be alone that doesn't make you lonely it just allows you that peace and solitude to kind of find out about yourself and then the third thing i would i would say and these are our steps is find like-minded or people that are on the same and i'm going to use this a lot on the same wavelength on the same energy that you share and that's a big thing. Energy, I do believe in that. I yeah. think you do too, Jacqueline. I'm so, all about energy. <laughs> yes, I'm all about energy. Once you realize, again, who you are and what, what you can do to make yourself happy and what makes you happy, you do kind of also, your energy does change. Your personality, who you are, you do change. So your previous relationships, your previous you know, friends, they may not be the same because again, once you identify those things, it's not going to be the exactly the same. So that's why I say challenge yourself on finding like-minded friendships, like-minded relationships. And if, if you like to plant, go to a garden club, you know, if you like to listen to jazz music, maybe go to a jazz festival. 
And if you can't do those things, maybe download a jazz podcast. Or again, if you like plants, listen to something that's talking about plants. I'm just saying, do the things that make you happy. And Mm -hmm. again, you will, you will get more and more happy, which will change your energy. And then this is where you're going to find more people just like you. (laughs) Absolutely. And I mean, listen, when you're feeling really good, be it happy, be it even feeling good in sadness, be it even feeling good in change, you know, if you feel good with whatever is going on in your life, that means you're aligned and an aligned person, one aligned person is a million times more powerful than a thousand unaligned people. That's just how it goes. And then from there, you're actually really in charge and control. So I love that. I love that responsibility taking, self-reflecting, shifting, and to just kind of go inward. I'm a big fan of that. So that is on a personal side for everyone. You know, it doesn't matter what position you are or have or what you work to do. How would you think to implement that into work? So how do you think a business can implement uh, supporting people and the whole culture in a business to be on a happier, more peaceful, healthier level. Absolutely. So this is where leaders just need to have a conversation. Just honestly, just have a town halls are wonderful to have conversations. And I know right now with COVID, many of us are like, we're doing this right now with a zoom, but yeah. this is where, you know, just some type of engagement campaign. And many of these corporations, they have marketing teams that can explain how to engage with their employees, but engagement is the key. They have to, we have to talk with each other. We have to find out what is it that is you know, bothering us. We all, yes, we all know we have to go to work. We all know we have to talk in at 8 a.m. We all know we're going to be late at six minutes after eight, whatever it may be. We know those things. Again, those are quanti- like black and white. We know what those things are. But what are the other things that's causing us to have maybe, again, some stresses, some anxiety? So from a leader's perspective, this is where, and again, from a an owner, a business owner or whatsoever, it is your, resp- your responsibility as well. You should be accountable for the people that you work with or work for you, how they are, if they're happy. I mean, it's not your responsibility to make them happy, but at least just to find out, have a conversation because I have found that attrition is is highly correlated to um, disgruntled employees. (laughs) They usually quit when they're not happy and they usually do not, their output and their performance is not the best when they're not happy. And again, it's not our job to make the next person happy, but it, it should be our job, especially if someone is working with us or for us to find out if they are happy. And again, if someone is dealing with scenarios where it's, again, outside of the job scope or the business scope, that's something that we don't have control over. But talking, again, from a, a leader's perspective, providing resources to where the individuals can talk to providing opportunities and outlets. Again, there's employee um, EAPs where they can call and they have um, talks with like a psychiatrist or psychologist for free. There's things that they can invest in. They can bring speakers in that are like, again, I know many life coaches, happiness coaches, individuals, again, that have, it's not about getting gross profit margin. That's not about that. It's about, again, 
lessening the attrition, lessening the individuals who are the production is not the best because again, something that you can't really put a finger on. So that, that's where I, my advice again to corporations is have a conversation, have a real conversation with your employees, have a vested conversation, not just because to check off a box yeah. because diversity, equity, and inclusion is the hot topic right now and create a department, like be genuine and authentic in these conversations that we're having with each other and that's a that's a huge thing that's a huge thing because again authenticity is very rare these days <laughs> yeah and i like how you bring it up and the word that comes to my mind is humanize it you know correct humanize the workplace too just because you're a leader or you're the owner you don't stand at top of everything it's like humanize everything your relationships there we go again and then when you said before, we're not responsible, right? an owner is not responsible to, you know, to make people happy. And I very much agree because it's really everyone's own choice and choosing how happy they actually want to be. Because there's never a ceiling as to how happy you can be. It's never, yeah. it never, there is never a top to it or a stop to it. But I do believe that the, what the, the companies are responsible for and i'm saying is a little bit stern that you're responsible for the energy in the company what yep. are you creating because it's your company if you create a high vibe place then you know people can come in and be happy or they can bring even higher happiness in and shift your company higher so it's not about response being responsible for making people happy but it's res being responsible for the energy the vibe the the workplace the culture that you're actually creating in your company and when you take responsibility of that you're gonna be a more proud owner and i mean it's gonna lift you up in the heavens because you're like wow i'm really good at this yes. people want to work for me people want to yes. stay people are happy and it it fills your heart again because it comes from an open heart doing business and it's not the mind or it's not the to really just say who i who who am i what energy am I and what do I bring into the company? Because you're creating the stage for the company and for your people. Would you agree? Correct. And that's a challenge in itself right there because not every corporation shares that ideology, what you, me and you said. Um, so this is where, again, it is something that we as, a, as humans, we have to look at each other and see that we are all human. And again, we all, we all come from different backgrounds and happiness is also a perspective. So my definition of happiness may not be the same as yours. And so that is again, in itself, diversity. That in itself is something again, that creates a commonality between me and you. We both are searching for happiness, but we have a different perspective or maybe a different way of going about getting our happiness. But at the end of the day, we both are searching for our happiness. We're both trying to create our happiness and we both want to be happy. So that's at the end of the day, that is, that's the subject. That's what we're trying I to like do. That. And that's something I've realized if we, if we realize that together, yes, <laughs> we yes. can really do what we say we're trying to do. <laughs> and also being transparent about it, you know, that there is nothing 
wrong uh, with people being different, wanting different things Correct. and whatnot. We're all human beings Correct. here to live our lives. However, if a company is transparent, it really then gives people the chance to say, you know, what, that fits for me or that does not fit for me. Yes. And, and that creates, okay. yeah, that creates a really nice environment, I think. So, so you're bringing up diversity and I love that word. And I know you're a specialist, you're an expert in that. And it's really dear to your heart. So yes, talk is. a little bit about diversity and happiness and how it all ties in and what you like so much about it and what your voice is for this. Well, diversity is a really big word yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people have been using it lately. For me, it's it's been my life. It has. I think I mentioned. So I am South Asian. I'm South Asian descent. But I was born in Queens, New York, and I went to a Catholic school. I'm not Catholic, by the way. Um, I went to a Catholic <laughs> school for several years. Then I left Queens, New York, and came down to Florida, and I moved to a place where it was very agricultural, extreme. They had one blinking yellow light. And I wow. went to, yeah, and I was supposed, I went to a private school for my entire eight, you know, elementary years. And I was going to go to a private high school, but due to things like life changes, we ended up coming and going to a, a public school, which is fine. It was great, but it was very different from a Catholic school, a Catholic high school where, you know, nuns and priests and things like that. So I experienced a, a, an educational shift there and a cultural shift as well as everything else. And then from there, I went to college at University of South Florida and Hillsborough Community College, which is up here in Tampa. So I left this super metro place as a young adult, <laughs> moved down to a super agricultural place in high school, <laughs> then moved up to a, almost in the middle metro Tampa. And this is where I ended up just planting my roots and staying here but I discovered so much about myself along the way. I never fit any stereotype because again, I went from up north to down south to agricultural to <laughs> big city to metro. It was just in all in a period of like maybe two decades. So this is where I found out that I just love life. I love living. I love the fact that we're, so, I found out that we're so different. We, we as humans, um, I know I, I, we look different, but we're, we're just so different in a great way. We have all different kinds of stories and then the commonality. So I'm from New York and then coming down to Florida, I met other New Yorkers. So we may not all look the same, but we're from New York. So I lived in New York for a long time and now we're neighbors in Tampa. Exactly. I mean, I feel like I'm meeting more and more New Yorkers today than I ever <laughs> did in New York. But this is where, I mean, being, we found a commonality. So uh, again, we weren't, we're not the same people. Like it might be a guy, I'm a girl. Um, they're from Poland. Again, I'm from, I'm of South Asian descent. Someone may speak um, Spanish. I only speak English, but we're from New York. We're from New yeah. York. And we all are just like so happy to meet each other. So on that tip is where, again, I really found my passion for finding diverse people that were just like me. And yeah. then from that point, it, I just, again, from in high school, I went to a high school. And again, I love to, 
I like nice looking things, I like pretty things, I like shiny things. So I participated in beauty pageants. So, but in my world, again, I'm so different. I love diversity. I, I just wanna show everybody everything beautiful. I wore our traditional Indian garb for my evening gown. So then this was the late nineties. So um, I was very proud of the nuts because it's something that I needed to do or I had to do, but it's beautiful. It's pretty, haven't you seen this? And I was so excited to show my, my town where again, they're not, they were not as, um, as diverse as Queens, New York about my culture. And I wanted to share that with them because again, I, recognize many of these individuals appreciated beautiful things and they appreciated again something that was just nice and something yeah. they made you smile and i actually won that pageant so <laughs> with wow my, congratulations gown. but it was because of my way to express how we all again found something a common thing that we both all of us found beautiful and that's what i was able to convey so as, as i became again more and more as an adult young woman I wanted to get more involved with um, the powers that be, hence the government. Yes, <laughs> and exactly. I wanted, so how uh, does that all tie in then? Because I see it, what's going on right now in the world. And again, I initially what I said, we need to help each other. And I found out that my passion is helping because I needed help. So when in government right now, there's a lot of people, servant leaders that want to help. And unfortunately, they're so high up they don't really know what's going on at the bottom of the of the ladder so they want to help but they don't really know so this is where the diversity i was like okay and i still am i do believe representation matters because there are certain people it's just a different perspective so you just you just can't see and so you just don't know until you're kind of like either told or actually in it exposed into it so that's how i kind of that's my mission or that was my my passion or my goal into getting into politics, not because I love being a politician or any of those <laughs> things, but because I do believe that they are servant leaders right now and need to know what's really going on and what's affecting us out here. And diversity is huge. We have a lot of different people. You yourself are from a whole nother um, country and are here with me yes. now. Yeah. And so yeah. we have so many more different people that are here. Um, things have changed, and and this is where we need to have more beautiful conversations, more open conversations. And our politicians, I want to share that information with them, and that's why again, I got into politics. I started. Um, I just literally just googled how can I get involved. Li li literally googled how can I get involved, and I started volunteering. Just that's it. Just volunteering. And if you're looking for an opportunity to volunteer, just look for a non-for-profit. Oh, yeah. There's, There's so, so many, opportunities. many amazing opportunities. Absolutely. Yes. And then this is where the leadership started to come into play because as a volunteer, you know, a lot of people are just, just there, just to be there. But me, I wanted to know, I wanted to learn. I want to learn about all your services. I want to learn about all your program, <clears throat> all your programs and who you're helping and how I can help some more. So just, baby steps with the volunteering is what started showing me again all different kinds of people are out here that need help and there's all different kinds of help Jacqueline too there's financial help there's uh, emotional help there's you know, oh, again yeah. there's there's a oh. uh, professional help there's so yeah. much help that is needed out here 
And it opened my eyes again in, in regards to the politics and government, that they're unaware of all the different kinds of people that are out here and how much help is needed. And then how many other resources that we can share with each other and all these other things. So I took a step again and I went into my county's website and I saw that they had some boards, some councils, and I looked for openings and it just so happened there was an opening with our diversity advisory council there we go. to Meant the board to of county commissioners. And this is where the accountability and the responsibility comes into play of taking charge of my own happiness. I actually, we had to, you know, you have to write an essay, you have to have references, you have to, you know, you have to do the, the, the normal things. And I was appointed to be on this council and I do represent the South Asian community, but there are 26 other members of this council that represent all the different dynamic factors and different communities within Hillsborough County. And this is where it opened up my world of, oh my goodness, how many other people and how many other initiatives and how many other, it's just a, so exciting to be on this council. And again, moving forward, meeting small businesses within Tampa, many of them just not aware of the different resources and different opportunities that are out here to help us um, if you're a small business. And again, knowing about all these resources from the volunteering, learning about all these different services, meeting all these leaders from the volunteering, then applying for this role from, again, my own research and so forth. I got this. Now I'm able to provide the help that I, I was it. so looking for when I was coming up as an entrepreneur, business leader, I things like that. I love it. And again, love it. And so happy. It, it's just amazing because I'm listening to your story and what comes through is just, it just makes you so happy and you followed your happiness. And it yes. shows that when you follow your happiness, be it as an entrepreneur, be it as a private you know, person, be it really in anything, in a big corporation, if you follow where the happiness goes or where you feel happy, only good stuff can really come out and you're gonna share and spread that with others. And that's really, I think that's that big shift we're invited to, you know, to go more into the heart and say, okay, what does that really mean for me? So you also, um, working as an entrepreneur i know yeah. you are supporting others but you also are an entrepreneur and an investor and mm -hmm. you're like yeah. doing media support for different companies one is the bucks right <laughs> which <laughs> i'm really excited so we're a big football family so this is really nice so where do you think um happiness comes not just for you but how to create happiness in these organizations because we talked a little bit corporations we talked mm -hmm. a little bit you know your own personal uh, happiness we talked a little bit about uh, you know politics so from like the other million things that you're doing which is the supporting and media and all that how do you think happiness ties in for these companies and your work together well so currently I, I am on the community impact, social impact for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And what Oh, we, excellent. Yeah. So for Tampa Bay, you know, former Buccaneers, yeah, I know, right? former, former Super Bowl champions and for, former Stanley Cup champions. And they have a they both of them are doing the same thing that me and you just talked about, taking responsibility and taking the, the initiative to be proactive 
in speaking to the fans and speaking to their employees about community impact and how they can make a social impact. So these two corporations are the Glazer family and the Vinick, Jeff Vinick. These are two major families that are vested in the Tampa Bay area. And they are individuals themselves, these families themselves believe in, in giving back. And they also believe in um, standing, like being what it's walking the talk. So if you're well, yeah. going to say yeah. what is something you you need to be able to actually walk the talk and both of these these corporations I identified because I've lived in Tampa for over 20 years. So very similar to what you said, I like to align myself with individuals or corporations that share the same energy. So the Buccaneers, they, again, they're huge on energy. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Lightning Love is it. huge Love on it. energy. So these teams, and again, I'm on this team, that's what we do. We literally spread energy throughout our, our home games. We speak to them about the different initiatives that are going on in Tampa. And again, the biggest thing with these corporations, they want people to walk the talk. So this is where I go and talk about accountability responsibility where we need to take charge of our community and do x y and z whatever initiative that the buccaneers is pushing and right now it is a scholarships for girls flag football collegiate girls i flag saw football. that that's amazing yep. yes and i've been saw doing that. that and i'm so proud to be a part of that initiative just again and then the tampa bay lightning they do a lot within i mean they're huge in regards to the jeff finnick foundation in regards to our tampa bay river walk just the river walk alone yeah has it's a lot beautiful yeah. to do it has a lot to say thank you to for again for the vinick foundation but these two companies i did my research once again and re regards to getting aligned with positive energy and they both are come from a very um and this is where my core is their family virtues of their family values about walking the talk and giving back so me i i mean as far as being an entrepreneur like i did work like i went, went to work i had a job work 40 50 60 hours a week and yes. i did do the normal, like, again, I'm not, unfortunately, my mom is not a queen, so I do have to go to work just like everyone else. But at this time, you know, we have a plan of action. And this is where, with as far as the entrepreneurship comes, I aligned myself, I did some research. Again, the Buccaneers, the social impact, that's a very more of a passion thing. The Tampa Bay Lightning is more of a passion thing. Um, there's another company that I do impact with, and it's Your Tampa Markets. And these are the small businesses, like 50 to 80 small businesses that set up their festivals right on the Tampa River Walk. And I support them as well. And this is how we support them again, talking about the different initiatives, talking about the different struggles that we're all dealing with in Tampa and beyond and how we can help each other. With the Buccaneers, I, I collect money from the season pass members and you know try to see how we can re yeah. redistribute that into our community initiatives, the Jeff Eddick Foundation, same thing. We, we talk and if we can find donors and so forth who are, again, having a great time and they want to walk the talk and give back, this is where I come into play. And again, the Your Tampa Markets is several entrepreneurs, small businesses. So I do have a brand new Tampa. It's a small little branding, social media, content creating. That's <laughs> and this wonderful. is where I provide my services to these That's small, wonderful. and when I say small businesses, they're so small. And I want to make sure that they're successful. So sharing the resources from the county and sharing the, my, because I am a digital marketer, 
I can share those free services, if not seriously discounted to these small businesses. That's the Buccaneers, I do share their content. And again, with my professional network and my social network. So they're appreciative of that. And the Tampa Bay Lightning, yeah. same thing. In fact, we have a party tonight to go to end of the year. Or it's oh, like our prom really? tonight. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. See, I really just like all that you're saying and it ties in back to being you know being in it you know it's not yeah. something you're looking from the outside i want to no. feel better or i want to be happy and then you're looking at who can give that to you and who can make that for you it's really to be in there go in there you know with your fingers in the clay and in your yeah, life and make it happen research try to figure out what it means for you and in companies you know is it private or companies it's the same thing you know you own a company you're a leader hold yourself responsible for the energy you're creating put your fingers in the clay and all it does it might sound like oh there's an additional job <laughs> you know now that I run the company I have even more to do but it actually isn't it's going to make it easier and simpler for any corporate leadership when they deal with their own happiness they hang out with themselves a little bit they shift their energy because then you act and work and you do from an energetic you know it's like it's like mm -hmm. fuel that never will go away anymore because Correct. you're constantly aligning with you it's not something additional to make you tired it's Correct. aligning with who you really are and showing up with that force meaning that half the work is already done because you showed up aligned i really yes. am a huge believer in that so and it's very magnetic so you oh. will find you will find and you will attract people with the same type of energy oh, so very much individuals so. don't be scared to leap take a leap don't be scared to get in it because you will find it, it, it's your energy and it's a, it's like a magnet. You will grab those people. I, since I've only been so active like this in my, I mean, I've always been active, but as far as like with the political, the brand new Tampa, the Buccaneers, like all those other, all the other <laughs> little things it's only been, I'm, and just to let anyone know that's listening, I only made this decision to get in it and to yes. be about it and to be in control of my own happiness. I really only made this decision back in 2017. And so I don't want anyone listening to think that, you know, something I snapped my finger and it's magical yeah. and this something just happened. It did take a little bit of time and that's okay that it took a little bit of time because anything, any masterpiece in life, any great monument, anything that you, that you're looking at that has been around for centuries has not just happened overnight. It took some time to create and you that gotta stay with it you gotta stay yeah. with it and that's why when somebody says follow your heart it's really true but there is a story behind that following <clears> your heart <throat> is actually following your power following your yes. energy following you know the changes that you want and i always say like you know change yeah speak up for it you can be the change and so there is so much we could talk for hours but we kind of like are at the end of our time i think we need to have a second episode for sure and so where can people find you, Janelle? I mean, I think everyone should just really reach out and be connected with you because you are everything that I think of, of a, you know, magic maker. Aww, <laughs> and, thank um, you. and, and I know it's not just happened. You actually, you are standing tall and proud there and you are making this happen. So where can people find you? 
Sure. Yeah. I, so I, I do have a small little website and you're more than welcome to go send me a message. It's brand you Tampa, very traditional spelled brand you Tampa. And I have a little <laughs> instant messaging. You can send me an instant message. My, you know, you can see pictures. There's an Instagram page that's also connected to that. If you are a small business looking for support within the community, um, you can always send me an email. It's your Tampa markets info at your Tampa markets. And I, I just send an email. I'm very, very good and at that connecting. LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn. Yes. Is good that was too. my next one. I was going to say Then, if you're um, again in corporate America and you're looking for, you know, someone you want to sit down and have a cup of coffee, talk about different opportunities within your corporation. I do have a LinkedIn profile and it's my name traditionally Janelle Cargi. And I'd love to connect. I'm open to coffee. That's the that's the LinkedIn thing. I'm open to coffee. <laughs> oh, that's how we started. I love it. That's how we yeah. started. It's really, really amazing. So thank you for all your wisdom and for your story, because I know it's going to inspire people. Thank you for sharing about aligning and just everything. Thank you for just sharing your energy with us. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, and thank you for having me. This was wonderful. As you see, I can't stop smiling. Yeah, I'm the same, right? So, and listeners, listen, I hope you can't stop smiling either. Take that smile, that wisdom and that uplifting energy and just go change the world out there with whatever that means for you. Thank you for listening.